Welcome to the Keegan Smith Experience. Let's see how far we can take this thing called life. I know you can feel the burning inside. I know you know there's more potential there. The question is how do we get to it? That's the big question. Of course there's more. Of course we can do more. Of course life can be better. Of course your body can go to another level. The question is what will it take? Real Movement Project is dedicated to answering that question. My life is dedicated to being an experience of that. How far can we go? How high can we go? What if we did it together? That's what this is about. If you want to know more about Real Movement Project, reach out Keegan underscore Smith on Instagram. You'll find me there. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk about where you want to go and how you want to get there. That's what my life is about. On with the podcast. Right. So sometimes people get to a point in life where they don't know whether life is something they want to continue to do. Sometimes people from that position make the decision that life is not something that they will continue to do. And it's generally quite painful for that person around that time but then there's ongoing pain and suffering for those connected to that person, you know, for the time going forward. And um, it's definitely something that I spent a bunch of time thinking about, especially in my teens, probably started to think less, you know, negatively and and less about not wanting to grow old um, in my 20s. And, And yeah, gradually, I think things have got better. And I think that's probably the first message to people who are feeling like that I really want to do this thing uh, called life is, you know, it does go in waves. Life goes in waves and, you know, they don't have to go down as low as they sometimes do. And we can talk about some techniques and things that can help to, to shift energy, to shift emotion and philosophy. You know, the whole thing of real movement is about a philosophy of living that makes life livable. Uh, and better than livable, you know, makes it enjoyable and, and powerful and and whatnot. But at the base, it really is probably just about, you know, making life livable and being able to have something to get up for each day, something to be excited about, make a contribution, etc. It's just knowing simply that there have been times that have been better in the past, I think, can give you something concrete to hold on to that yeah, it's, it's very unlikely that the same energy, the same situation, the same challenge that you're dealing with right now is going to stay the same. You know, it's going to shift. Things you know move in waves. We can learn to control those waves or to surf the waves better, you know, through different techniques. But regardless, you know, there's going to be waves. Even if you become a great surfer, even if you become you know, the wave whisperer and you, you really are living very well and you have great control over, you know, your emotions, you have a powerful philosophy to live by and your actions each day reflect that philosophy and that attitude. You know, even if that is the case, you know, you're, you're still going to have times where it's tough and you know, most very rich people have been very poor. Most very happy people have been very sad. And that's, you know, often how this stuff goes is that people will, make such an effort to pull themselves in a different direction and then once they're so far in that other direction 
that they're barely even recognizable, then people think they've always been like that. People take it for granted that, you know, that's just the way they are and why can't I be like that? But often and almost always there is somewhere back in the past where things were tough. You know, most people who have great success had great pain. And yeah, even with, with happiness. Okay, so some of the things that can help, I want this to be practical and not too long. So things that can help when things aren't going well. I find that any kind of act of self-love is, is valuable. And so when I'm talking about these acts, it's going to be things like eating food that you know is great for your cells. It can be things like grabbing a sauna it can be something like going to the beach and spending time you know in the water on the sand time in nature in general is a great way to shift energy and to treat your body really well there's physiologically things with uh, negative ions and ion exchange energy exchange with the environment if you're in a lot of wi-fi and you're up high in buildings there can be an energetic build-up in the body and in tissues, it, it makes sense that there's you know, there's so much electrical energy that humans are generating that we didn't used to be around all the time. Some people are very, very sensitive to that. They can literally know exactly where those Wi-Fi's and you know electrical energies are coming from because their body is sensing them and responding to them. Most of us aren't very aware of that. But for that reason, um, you know, getting into nature doing something that you know is good for you and exercise is, is probably the best one of these for me um, I don't think I would be here I said it the other day on Instagram post I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for strength training that cumulative act of doing something that makes you better is you know something that has given me hope like I'm always looking forward to what you know if I do this right you know what am I going to be like as a result of today's session, as a result of this week's training, this month, this year, and you know, adding things to my life that I'm capable of doing, you know, being able to five ball juggle and do a back somersault and snatch a hundred kilos, and you know, all of the different strength feats and things that I've gone after, they are things that give me hope for the future. Because when you're in the process of those things, well, you want to continue the process. And so it's important to be in a process of building yourself that you don't want to give up on, you know, and I think that's probably one of the the biggest and strongest pillars in my life is that you know, physical development and physical connection to, to process and knowing that there's a cumulative thing going on here that needs continuity, that's worthy of continuing. And, you know, it is a an act of self-love to to develop yourself now you can do it in different ways and you can train in different ways training can really bash you up and it can push you into depression in and of itself you know charles poliquin is a mentor of mine you know he would speak about giving people hard blocks of training and if they weren't depressed within two weeks of that training block he knew that they hadn't completed the block as prescribed like a lot of his systems push people to the extreme because he's trying to create a change in their body. So trying to create a, a big shift in body composition, uh, increasing muscle mass, decreasing fat mass, increasing strength, etc. By really pushing the body a long way from equilibrium, it, it creates a huge adaptive stress on the body. So the body will fight hard to bounce back from that. The body doesn't want to die. 
Um, so the body will bounce back hard from a big stimulus and, and make a change. So training really hard all the time isn't necessarily going to do anything because it's it's just what's normal for the body. Okay, so there is that element of how is this different to normal and, and the difference to normal is what creates change in the body. Okay, so if we're looking for fast change or, you know, big shifts, then that hard stuff is really what does it. So, but you need to be aware that if you are pushing really hard with diet or with training, that that can definitely negatively impact your mental health. Okay, so if you're cutting your fats and calories down really low, then you you may well feel bad and you know uh, one of the best things that you can do as far as i'm aware for that is exogenous ketones and that's again something that i uh, learned from charles poliquin that he would use exogenous ketones while doing a hard dieting phase or a hard training phase but especially when fat loss is the goal because you take in a very small amount of calories and you increase uh, mental acuity and drive to train and those sorts of things so you can have a big dietary caloric restriction and, and be surviving basically just on protein, not too much carbs and fats. And, and you will get a quick reduction in body fat uh, when you do that. And that's sort of one of the protocols that um, he sort of used and popularized. And he, and he did bring out his own exogenous ketones uh, as well as, he, you know, he worked together with uh, Prove It, the company that I've worked with, with exogenous ketones. But um, that in itself is one of the one of the solutions. Uh, a lot of people have said that they've had big mental health issues that they've felt an immediate improvement with exogenous ketones. I don't think it's a long term solution, but yeah, there are a lot of people who've said that in the short term their brain functions better and feels more energized, and it makes sense from a simple physiological point of view. Cells that aren't being fueled are not going to be happy cells. Okay, so if cells are insulin resistant and they're not dealing well with carbohydrate then blood sugar isn't necessarily getting to brain cells and therefore brain cells are not happy. So providing them with their preferred uh, fuel source, uh, which is ketones, will help those cells to function at a higher level and that can elevate mood. And that's something that I've seen in you know, hundreds and thousands of, of people is that they've had shifts in, in mood state and mental energy. Um, so that brings it back to the importance of food. Um, you know, so exogenous ketones or ketones in general can be saying that improve mental health. A lot of people doing carnivore diet. So, you know, I listened to a lady yesterday who's been doing carnivore diet for like 10 years. She was doing it for fat loss, but she had bipolar disorder. And one of the things that she noticed quite quickly was that her bipolar improved dramatically. Um, and yeah, there's, that's one of the biggest stories that goes with carnivore diet. If you listen to Michaela Peterson or Jordan Peterson, you know the reason why they're in love with carnivore diet is because of the way their brains feel on it. So it's the chemicals in plants that seem to be causing uh, immune issues, autoimmune issues, whatever it is, uh, that stop their brains from functioning you know, as, as they should. And we know that different people have different levels of chemical sensitivities and and that sort of thing, different levels of vitality. So some people are going to be more sensitive to those, you know, pesticides and chemicals in plants that they use to protect themselves. I've done a whole podcast about carnivore diet, maybe two, and I might do another one again in the near future. But um, look at improving your your blood 
improving your blood quality, improving your hormones. Um, all the things that are at the foundation of real movement system really is like where it kind of needs to start. Um, sleep quality is huge as well. You know, you're going to be depressed if your sleep isn't good. But let's jump to some other sort of style of techniques that are more around the brain, all right? So, because I do a lot of this stuff and I will say like I have had more carbohydrate and stuff the last few days and I've been in a bit of a slump, probably been in a little bit of a slump for like two, three weeks where I don't feel like I've really been as productive as I should be and just starting to get down on myself. I'm not growing things in the way that I would like to be. And then, you know, it becomes a bit of a negative cycle. Um, but I have also, you know, been playing around with introducing a few more carbohydrates and stuff, which goes with this conversation. I haven't necessarily been having uh, a lot of plant food, but anyways, I've been in a bit of a slump and diet training, etc aren't necessarily the solution for me because I'm generally quite good with that sort of stuff and I haven't gone too far off track. So what really does help, and I think the biggest thing, the number one thing, if you want to quickly turn around your day is to reach out to someone else and say, thank you, reach out to someone else and say, I really appreciate what you do and what you've been doing for me. Uh, I did that to a couple of people this morning and immediately you change state um, and it's, I guess it's a selfish act, but you know, when you get those messages from people as well, which fortunately, you know, I do get reasonably often those, those kind of messages. It's a great feeling when you receive those messages, but it's probably even better when, when you send them, when you give them. So I think that's one of the fastest ways that you can turn things around for yourself is to reach out to someone who you care about or someone even at a distance who doesn't know you and just say thank you. And, you know, even if you go and send that to Jordan Peterson or Arnold Schwarzenegger or Gary Vee or someone who's very, very unlikely to give you a detailed reply, they might give you an emoji or something, but yeah, you never know, you might get a big answer. But even if you don't get a reply, I think you will feel in sending that something really valuable. So do that. (laughs) Like, I think that's a great way to turn things around and it's you know something that I did this morning and immediately you know I did feel a, a big shift with it. I do the daily gratitudes, write down three things you're grateful for. To be honest, I think I need to change something around that. Like I it's for sure it's positive, it's better than not doing it. And I look at my diary and I actually didn't do it this morning. So what do I even know? But um, most mornings I will write that down, you know, three things that I'm grateful for. But I think I'm in such a habit of doing it that I don't always put emotion to them so doing something that's slightly different to what you've been doing will probably help as well and i think the fact that sending that message out you know it goes out goes out to the world i think that kind of makes it a bit more impactful on your psychology as well rather than sort of uh, writing to yourself um and it it goes together with a lot of things that if you look up positive psychology, you're going to see things about um, connecting with other people, making time for friends, um, putting energy into cultivating relationships. These are things that kind of at the center of positive psychology as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're kind of doing that as well because you're building your community or you're relating to other people Um so I think that that is a great place to start. Like if you really feel shithouse, like think of how you can make someone else feel better. Think of how you can make someone else's day better. And again, that's probably a big part of why real movement exists is like, well, 
you know, my life's pretty good and I see a lot of people who don't really know how to get what they want out of their bodies, out of their minds, etc. If I can help some of those people, one, it's really good for them and they're, and they're going to have tools to be able to help people around them. But I also get that satisfaction of you know, helping that person to have you know, more of the body that they want, the mind that they want to explore you know, further into where they can go in their life uh, mentally, physically, etc. So um, yeah, that's probably a big part of why I even started this thing is like, well, I have to do something with my life. I may as well you know, that's the thing, that's the question that seems most worth answering. Like, what's the question that is most worth answering to you? Like, for me, yeah, how do you, how do you live well? How do you live strong? You know, and I obviously love physical strength. And so, you know, I love helping people to move into athletic bodies, bodies that look athletic, feel athletic, you know, perform athletically, like that is what I love to do. And that's, that's what I do. And that makes life better. Um, but sometimes you get stuck in, you know, things about, you know, money, this and business and, you know, worried about health or worried about family, kids, whatever it is. And you kind of get in a slump with it and you think, you know, is this ever going anywhere? And it's, it's really important at that time to shift perspective and, you know, have a practice of positive perspective. And immediately after, sort of sending those few messages off it makes me think straight away you know how lucky I am to be in this position and how much opportunity there is in the position that I'm in and in, and although you know some things aren't as good as they could be you know it, it, it could be much much worse and um, you know there's there's a lot of a lot of really good stuff going on in my life so I think that is one of the great places to start getting your physical exercise done each day. Um, breathing exercises, meditation, they kind of go together, but making some quiet time. And even if you just to quiet the mind, go for a walk and just focus on breathing in for five steps, breathing out for five steps, you know, simple techniques like that, uh, pranayama type breathing techniques. There's an app called pranayama as well. It's, uh, I guess the yogic breathing and those, those things can be really good if you're in a negative sort of thought loop because you're actually doing something. I find that meditation in terms of really trying to switch off the mind or those kind of that, that style of meditation doesn't work very well when I'm in a down slump because you just tend to run negative thought loops. So actually doing within that meditation is something that, that works really well. Um, and then if you can sort of get some light and feel some positivity, then getting that out there. So example, making a podcast and sharing some of those thoughts, whatever it is for you, like, and you might think, well, my audience isn't big enough and no one's going to listen and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's as much for you. You know, if one person listens to this and gets some value out of it, great. If no one does, it's probably not the end of the world either. Like it's probably a good thing for me to reinforce how I've just had a big shift uh, in my mental state from, yeah, bit of a, bit of a mental slump to, feeling really positive about the opportunities that are in front of me and, you know, the day that I'm about to have and, and all that sort of thing. So, um, don't, don't, you know, don't be, don't let the potential for likes and audience, etc., determine the actions that you take in life. Don't completely ignore them either. I think, you know, people go too far with that discussion now of like, 
doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and such like it does you know everybody cares about what other people think and i think if you completely lose touch with what other people think and you don't care about it at all you're in a very dangerous place for yourself and for humanity like we're communal beings and it does matter how we relate to each other and it does matter what other people think of us etc but it shouldn't matter to the extent that we become paralyzed to the extent where you know we feel really bad if someone decides that they don't want to like our stuff or they you know whatever it is um, and I like that stuff is very you know it's wired very strongly the the desire for social approval and the need for social approval is very very strong it's probably just as strong as the need for for food and you know the Maslow's hierarchy of needs is probably wrong the social you know the need for social support and connectivity and to feel like you're a valuable member of the community is probably just as important or even more important than food and it sounds stupid because you know if you don't eat food for a while you're going to die but if you don't have social support and if you have a lot of negative social stuff around you as well then it's very very hard to live as well so that is a huge part of this so yeah once you have that shift, write, write it down. Write it to yourself. Write a letter to someone else. Write a message to someone else. Write a thank you to someone. Or you know, make a video, make a podcast, write a post. Don't worry about whether it gets likes or not. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to say that. It's hard to do. But you know, it's, it is, it's your journey. And if, it, if you're doing things and sharing things that are authentic to you and other people, you know, that's not what they're interested in at that time, you know, so be it. Like that's that's okay. You know, just continue to to do what you need to do. And for sure, like it is good to share things that are valuable to other people. You know, that that is a big part of social media. It's not self media. It's it's it is about you know what other people are interested in interacting with and what helps other people. But either way, you know, do something to to lock in that different energy when you feel it. Right. So I would say. To wrap this up, the lifestyle stuff is huge. Like, make sure you're sleeping well. Give yourself really good food and good water. Get out in nature. You know, do some breathing activities and meditation and all of these things. Get some positive psychology material. You know, and then when you when you do get that breakthrough, when you get some light and when you get some positive energy, you know, lock it in with with writing some things down. And probably the the number one, the fastest way, I feel to turn this this uh that sort of negative feeling around is to try and help someone else and and share positivity with someone else and say thank you to someone who's given you a lot and someone who you know you you enjoy um you enjoy what they do you might be someone who every day is posting stuff that you really resonate with or it doesn't have to be something on social media. You know, someone at the post office or whatever who you just find is really friendly and really helpful. The post office guy down here is is awesome. You know, and just saying like, "Oh, you do an awesome job in here." Like that will make you feel good, and that will help you shift shift energy. And once you find that shift, you know, then it's 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 easier to run with it. You know, you start to get a little bit of momentum. You get a little bit of possibility, and you know, lock that in. Continue to take actions take actions on some things that you might have been that might have been bothering you that that you haven't necessarily taken action on and you know build forward from there you know that's that's the key so there are going to be waves there's going to be times where things are down 
there's going to be times where things are up. The better we are at life, the more consistent it is. It's not constant euphoria, drug-like, top of the world. It's just challenges don't knock you as far. And you know, I've definitely had times in my life where I feel more like that, where anything can happen and it's, it's not going to be that bad. And there's other times where I'm more sensitive to those things. And, and yeah, sometimes it is because lacking sleep or because diets are off or because training is too hard. And, you know, you become more sensitive to those environmental stresses and psychological stresses. But if you can turn it around, if you can reach out to someone and hear something really powerful and positive, you know, come from yourself towards someone else, then I think, you you know, you start a cycle, you start a wave of positivity that that will come back so thanks if you listen to this if you enjoyed something if you got something out of it if you know someone who's struggling a little bit and you think this might support them to to see that better times are coming um, and that we can actually accelerate that if we want to then do that but um yeah thanks for jumping on and uh look forward to talking to you again soon that's a wrap for today some powerful stuff there. If you enjoyed it, send me some feedback. Give it a share on social media. If you're serious about this and you want to implement on the back of this, then Real Movement Project is the place to be. I don't know of anything like it. I don't know anyone who's pushing things to the level that we are. Training, mind, nutrition, and a community of people who are making projects happen to change the world. That's what it's about. If that's what your life is about or you wish your life would be more purposeful and more directed and taking you to another place, reach out, Keegan underscore Smith. I'll talk to you soon.